So welcome to the Nine Hertz podcast. We're kicking off this week with a hint of the 70s. I, I can't get away from that that sound. It's amazing. A band called Limousine Beach, uh, which is the um, sort of new baby of a guy called Dave Wheeler, uh, who was in a band called Outside Inside and Carousel. Um, this is amazing, Pete. I mean, I, I don't know where you found this, but yeah, absolutely amazing. Um, it's got like various um, people from other other bands in it um a guy, a guy from a band called crucis and a guy from a band called uh, fist fight in the parking lot which i've not heard of but i love the name um yeah just really wax like whacked out 70s vibes i, I absolutely loved it yeah me too i mean it's out on tp records we got sent it uh we, you know kindly sent it in advance from the pr uh, and as soon as so it's on tp records i knew you know it, it jumped out from all you know the the, the hordes of emails we get and not only you know they're going to list it i knew there's a good chance i was going to love it because um tp's been such an amazing label you know they seem to be they seem to keep afloat um like psychedelic edge stoner rock throughout the kind of noughties i guess you know when when stoner was dying off tp one of those labels still putting out finding these amazing bands and you know so i, I hadn't heard limousine beach before but i knew there's a good chance we're going to be great and, and and so it proves not not stoner this is it's like you say it's pure 70s fun it's it's kiss it's thin lizzy it's mm. you know it's it's flamboyant it sounds like a party it, but it's done in a way that's it's, it feels like a modern sound. It's not a pastiche. It's not the darkness or some washed up revivalist yeah. band. It's just, you know, it's like good time rock and roll and it's played with heart and cheer, but also with sweat and energy as well. It's, it's real. It's in your face and, it, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, and I was completely sold with it. I think that's a really good way to put it. Like no, no irony here. It's, it's all mm. kind of like very, but without being po-faced and serious, which is a yeah, good yeah. balance. Yeah. Really like this. Um, so the uh, LP is out on TP records now. Uh, it's uh, tprecords.com. If you want to hear that, uh, that was a song called Willa Dean. So um, as ever, it's the nine Hertz podcast. It's nine amazing tracks that we found through the underground through submission and trying to keep an ear on the ground uh, for sort of interesting stuff. Um, Talking of which, uh, a band called Righteous Fool um, sort of formed uh, from members of Corrosion of Conformity years ago. Um, it, it kind of died a death a little bit um, a while ago, but they seem to have come back together uh, and they put a, an album out on um, Ripple Music, which is amazing, perfect home for it. Um, this this has shadows of Corrosion of Conformity, I guess, but um, I think it's its own it's its own like interesting animal. It's, it's got Melvin's esque bits in here as well I, I just thought this was absolutely brilliant i really want to hear the whole thing yeah i know i it's um i did this i think it's a, an old recording which has kind of finally found the light of day i think i read and i, I wasn't aware of it until you chose i'm glad kind of you did crozier conformity have a special place in you know in in my life really when i like the first proper gig i went to was donnington 95 i was 15 and my mum took me and you know as well you know like metallica were on and slayer and machine head and white zombie but the first band on i think at 11 o'clock in the morning with crozier conformity and and they were brilliant and they were really really good and i you know i've loved them ever since i i, I suppose They've, they've been around so long. I mean, they started off, I think, as a hardcore band, you know, then went kind of almost stone rock and, and became bluesier at points. And I think you're right. You can, you can hear it in here. 
particularly that kind of maybe like wise blood the album i think it was like late mm. 90s uh when they were kind of supporting metallica in the arenas but you know it, it's its own thing like you say it, it's got a slight punk bite to it it's got bits of stoner rock in there but it, I, I think there's a bluesy tone to it um and as you say like it's, it's complete appropriate home on ripple music you know it's it's it, 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 i don't know maybe i'm wrong maybe this is new whether it's new or unearthed old stuff that's it's it's better for you know for us all to be hearing it. So like like you, I, I I look forward to hearing the whole thing. Yeah, I've just I've just reread. It was recorded at the same time as the uh, self-titled Corrosion of Conformity album, which was um, in 2012. So uh, this is an eight years later kind of release. <laughs> um, recorded at Dave Grohl's studios, uh, Studio 606 in California. So yeah, you can kind of hear. Um, you know, this is probably like worked on in the background or something, or they thought, you know, while we're here, let's sneak in and uh, and record this amazing album. So, yeah, really glad to see this has um, kind of been unearthed. Um, really interesting. So we're going to play the song The Overblown. Um, you can get this at ripplemusic.bandcamp.com. Uh, this is Righteous Fool.
Excellent. So that was Righteous Fool, members of Corrosion of Conformity there making a, a brilliant racket. Um, talking of brilliant rackets, uh, next up we've got a band called Head in Hand. Um, this is absolutely brilliant stuff, Pete. I don't know where you found this one as well, but like a uh, band from Boston, Massachusetts. Um, and the album's called Unnatural Providence. And uh, yeah, it's uh, five tracks of quite intense, um, I-, I guess like, like crust via doom via shoegaze i guess in ways it's, it's really interesting it is you know I, I, the one band um i think it's almost impossible to kind of ignore as a comparison is thou um you know through the vocals the progressive approach and so on but nevertheless i think even if that were all you were to attribute to this this is as good as any band who conjure those thoughts or or cite them as an influence i've ever heard and then add in kind of passages of restraint and, you know, like those crusty moments you mentioned. It gives, you know, the, it, there's bits where it feels like considered and melancholic. It has like that feel of that about it. And those moments kind of more and more as you grow into the album, they're more prominent and, and also push it away from like pure thou worship, I guess. Um, and as such, I feel like, if, honestly, I feel like I've got a new band in my life to love rather mm. than worry about any debt it might owe. Um, it just, it just feels highly impressive. It's artistically and emotionally deep album. It's, and it's, it's, it's brilliant forward thinking doom. Yeah. And I think sometimes we're guilty of playing stuff just because it's, you know, impressive sonically. Um, but I think, yeah, you've got this um, incredibly rich um, artistic work on display here. And I think that's, that's what I liked about it and, and uh, the, the ambition that it shows as well. So yeah, I just thought it was really exciting. Um, so we're going to play the song Lathe of Heaven. If you want to hear the whole thing, which I recommend you do, uh, you can go to headinhand.bandcamp.com.
that was head in hand amazing stuff we're going to go next to a band on transcending obscurity records who we've played um, a fair few albums from in the past um, and they've always got a varied lineup uh, and this is no different a band called defect designer from norway this is really chaotic um almost like cybernetic grind without being um kind of um cringeworthy or, or sort of very dated as that genre can be um they're obviously very excited about this because, as usual, they're putting out on every single kind of platform you can imagine. There's loads of merch to do this. The artwork is absolutely stunning as well. It kind of reminds me of um, like old trading cards. I used to get these like weird top trumps with aliens on, and it just seems like a scene from one of those, or you know, like a Magic the Gathering card or something. Um, but yeah, absolutely love this. Um, just pure absolute chaos with synths being almost like lent on and you know uh, instruments abused it's just my kind of thing um really enjoyed this minute blast of of um just absolute unwrangling um chaos really i mean what did you make of it pete mm, yeah similar you know it is it promises a lot <laughs> similarly as well i love transcending obscurity you know primarily for the music but also like the ridiculous amount of merch they put out it's, yes and, and and what they put it you know you you live that just it's like you have to scroll down for, for a minute before you get to the songs on Bandcamp. um but it, it is a really good label the, you know it's the other side of it is it's like you say you don't know what it will be you don't know whether it will be doom or grind or black or death but it it often will be boundary pushing technical extreme metal you know it pretty much always is it's always you know forward thinking and different and strange and weird and and that's that's what i love about this label you can guarantee that but you don't know what genre but you know it will it'll be pushing you know pushing the envelope out and this this seems to be more of the same and you know it's, it's a minute if there's some like real heavy chug bits in it which is satisfying but uh, in equal measure this complete weirdness to it and that's that you know I suppose when you get down to it, that's how grindcore should be nowadays. You know, the, there's only so many ways you can play grindcore in its pure form. So mm. you've got to push out the place. It's it's absolutely frenetic, all over the place, and it just feels breathless in the in you know in the best of ways. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible, and uh, I have to say, I did scroll down about halfway and I just caught myself looking at the uh, default at <laughs> the uh, defect designer. Uh, Neanderthal artwork denim vest, which you can get in small all the way up to extra, extra, extra large. So if you've got 44 euros spare, then um, yeah, you can look like the coolest kid in the school. Um, <laughs> it's really, it's really amazing. Um, I don't see many, you know, branded denim vests these days. So um, that's, that's very cool. Um, so yeah, we're going to play the song Neanderthal. This is just amazing. Um, like highly recommend you listen to the whole thing and you can get this at defectdesignerband.bandcamp.com.
cool. So that was Defect Designer, uh, amazing grindcore from Transcending Obscurity Records there. Uh, next up, we've got a band called Jagannatha from uh, Grenoble in France. This is incredible stuff, Pete. I really, really enjoyed this. Um, I actually had this on on a, on a very sort of um, slightly too sweaty trip to Tesco. So it kind <laughs> of it kind of calmed me down. And I think that might be the uh, the point here. So it's I guess it's it's like jams. It's it's transcendental. It's psychedelic. It's um, kind of Eastern themed, um, like informed. I just thought this was absolutely brilliant stuff. It kind of uh, reminded me slightly um, of um, some of the more like droney, uh, extended like raga pieces we've been playing from various psychedelic bands recently. And this this is just brilliant. Mm, it is. Uh- you know, there's, I, you know, I saw the artwork first, and I am guilty of kind of making a prejudgment of whether I'm going to, you know, judging the book by its cover and everything about this from, you know, the the amazing um, cover um, and the promise of psychedelic doom and stoner, you know, the Indian theme, you know, all links in there, everything about it. I was just, I, I had a really good feeling that this was going to be something, and it completely lives up to it more and. I know that the way it, it does feel like jams, but also not completely, you know, it's not formless. It's not kind of um, self-indulgent. It's, it's just, you know, there's moments where, you know, it feels like stoner rock, whole periods of psychedelia in there, obviously, as well. It feels like, you know, like when you're in summer and you've got the windows open and it's a breeze coming through and you're just kind of relaxed and, and it, you know, it takes you away. It's completely um, can be, you know, it could be a mind altering um, aid. I reckon I, I just, they I, I said the whole thing is, is beautiful and, yeah. and I'm, I'm not a band I'd heard of before. And, and they've, they've just, they've got a back catalogue. I'm going to have to get into it because this is stunning. Yeah, yes, it's shimmering kind of beauty, isn't it? I think that's how I'd kind of term this. Um, mm. Just really enjoyed this, and it, it's it's kind of what I expected from the the art and the sort of the introduction to them. But yeah, this it kind of unfolds itself like um, some sort of psychedelic flower. So I, I just really got into this, and it, I kind of stopped a few times to think, "Wow, this is just mind mind altering." Like you said, it's, mm. it's that it's that kind of. Um, effect it has so yeah really enjoyed this so um you can find this on the album Tremerty. um there's several um sort of very long songs on this we're going to play uh, an excerpt from the song soraya but uh this uh, the opening track's like 18 minutes long um which is just yeah amazing um so you can get this at jagannatha.bandcamp.com like i say we're going to play the song soraya
So that was a trip via the band Jagannatha uh, from France. They're absolutely brilliant. Um, talking of like soothing psychedelic vibes, we've got a little something that's a bit more kind of um, strident, but no less psychedelic for it. Uh, Nasoni Records uh, from Berlin. We've been playing quite a few of the records lately. Um, just really interesting bands kind of making um, kind of psychedelic tinged stuff, but there's a bit of kind of indie rock in there. There's a bit of stoner rock in there. Um, always exciting. And so I kind of keep a real keen um, eye on this uh, label just to see what they're up to. Um, this is just fantastic. So to um, celebrate uh, 25 years of Sony Records um, and 15 years of a band called Sula Basana, uh, they've actually put together something called Volume One, uh, which is a kind of a, a super group uh, in effect. Uh, it's got members from Sula Basana, Weltrom Strahan and uh, Jonsen Noise, Blumenwunder um, and a few more. And yeah, it, it just kind of um, creates this a bit, a bit like the, the jamming aspects of that last song, but like a bit more kind of um, focused, I guess, like a, a bit more kind of, um, it feels like they're, they're coming together in a, a back room of a pub somewhere just to sort of let things happen. Um, but I thought this was absolutely brilliant. Just really um, kind of enjoyable um, sort of self-indulgent stuff. Because I think sometimes this kind of stuff can just go in on itself. But I think this is really exciting. What did you make of this, Pete? I, I was, you know, I was impressed. I really was. You know, I, I do. I love Nasoni Records. I think it was Lamping with a big, you know, with the band we yeah. found from there. And ever since we've, you know, we've listed everything we've put out. So, um, you know, the, the, long may they continue. What this reminded me of, you know, maybe it, it's, you know, it transported me, you know, like towards like heady, wild shacks of artistic invention of, say, you know, of 70s psychedelic um, scene of Japan or, you know, or Germany during the Krautrock revolution. That's what I, you know, that's where my head went, you know, thick smoke filled air in windowless rooms and bodies strewn around and instruments just kind of lying around and played you know here and there and at will that, that's how it's been you know it's probably completely normal and and as you say in the back room of a pub but it might, might that's where it took me you know to all these kind of uh, landmarks of, of, of psychedelia through the last 60 years and that, that you know that was a great you know that that's what it did to me so that's a uh, you know that's um illuminating that's that's what it did to me so I, I, that's as high a praise I can give it I think so uh, to get like, yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, to give it its full name, um, it's actually called um, the uh, Sulabasana and the Nasoni Pop Art Experimental Band, um, which is uh, based on the legendary West Coast Pop Art Experimental Band, which was uh, an actual sort of jam thing in the 70s, which um, kind of uh, brought together sort of uh, some quite interesting musicians back then. Um, I just thought this was a really nice nod and, and, and nice to see uh, Nasoni just kind of uh, fully embracing um a little bit of kitsch um, sort of bit of the past and uh, marking their anniversary in, in such a really cool way. So um, if you've never listened to anything from the Sony, this is a great introduction, but yeah, I delve into the, it's a, it's a one to crate dig really is. Um, so if you want to hear this, you can go to nasoni-records.bandcamp.com. Uh, we're going to play a song called The Sloaner.
So from the shimmering uh, sort of after effects of the last two records, we're going to something a bit more raging, I guess, uh, from a band called Cardio, um, who are from Mexico. And um, yeah, this is amazing. It's on, um, uh, was it called ASDR? LSDR. LSDR. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so it's on LSDR records. And um, this is a label that's been putting out incredibly diverse um jam sort of sessions like boot they've been calling them bootleg sessions uh for a while now and um yeah just bringing us some absolutely brilliant bands from um sort of south of the border and this is this is another example of something that i've just never heard this is um more of a, a kind of straight studio release but what they pack into the three minutes of this song um is astonishing it goes from this kind of rampant almost um stoner slash punk explosion into this doomy gloriously doomy um sort of ending all in three minutes it's, it's over within you know what a pop punk song would take up uh, yeah they've been to so many different places in between i, I really thought this was quite a special bit well yeah it is it's, it's you know this was a pre-release single and I, you know immediately I was, I was on it i knew i was going to play it like you say, it's fast-paced. It's got punk adrenaline. It's like punk-infused stoner rock um, on speed. You know, is just there's bands out there who do this, and you know, there's a lot who do it badly, but there's some who do it really well. There was a, this might be a slightly obscure reference, but there was an Italian stoner band called El Thule who did yes. it amazingly, um, and it reminds me of them, which you know, which means a lot because I really like that band, um, and. Yeah, I, I just, I, this really got me and I thought it's such a vibrant song, you know, the way, you know, the way Stoner Rock can be when it's got adrenaline, you know, like injected into it. And then, you know, after I'd chosen this song, I've, I've then got, you know, gone and listed the whole album, which is now out, like you say, on LSDR, which is, um, which is run by a guy from Venom Sabathi, who we love. Um, and there's, there's so many good tracks on it. I probably, you know, there's a song on there called Destino Bowl Secreto, and it's, it's amazing. I've been listening to that over and over. But you could, you know, you could pick several from the album. It's that good. Um, and then finally, I should say as well, there's a video for this song, and it's well worth checking out. It seems to be like a homemade uh, lo-fi, tongue-in-cheek ninja video, which they've filmed in their local park. And then they just for, there just seems to be random cutting clips of a dog in sunglasses, and then. <laughs> And just cuts and then clips of people surfing. It's just, you know, they've just gone that these are the things we like. And, you know, and it's, and it's uh, as brilliant as the song. So yeah. go watch that as well. As crammed in as the song is, the, the video is mm. packed with imagery as well. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. They've actually got a, um, a tag on their sort of description that describes them as skate rock as well, which is fantastic. Perfect. Um, so yeah, if you want to hear this, you can go to cardiel.bandcamp.com and we're going to play the title track from El Armageddon After Party. <laughs>
so from the the self-proclaimed skate rock of Cardiel uh, from Mexico, we're going straight into something a bit more po-faced, uh, but no less interesting. Um, so we played a track off this band's uh, 2020 um, Despair Anthems. This is Executioner's Mask, uh, which features uh, Jay Gambit from Crowhurst. Uh, their new album, Winterlong, is out in June, and they've released a track from it so far. I absolutely love this. It's got kind of New Order vibes. It's got uh, Joy Division vibes. Um it's just so interesting, like really synth heavy. Uh, it's got something dark and wobbling to it. The artwork is gloriously surreal. It looks like an old pinball machine artwork or something. I love it. I, I thought this was absolutely brilliant. As good as the debut. Um, yeah. Don't know what you made of this one, Pete, but I think we quite enjoyed the last one. Mm, we did. You know, it, it's good to hear him back. It, it's, you know, it's on profound law and it seems almost slightly odd to hear this type of music on that kind of extreme yeah. roster. But I suppose there's two things there. One is, you know, executioners mask have an attitude and then experimental side, which, you know, which kind of appeals to kind of, you know, people into extreme metal. I think have to share that, share that desire for that type of music. But also, the the it has been like the fair few bands playing similar sounds within within metal surroundings or, or, or kind of on labels over the last I don't know five years. You know, with the yeah. like you say post punk eighties, you know, gothic. Um, almost like English post-punk and, and uh, you know, the music of, of, of The Cure and the like. Um, uh, you know, and they, it's Excuses Mass seem to do it better than, than most, better than all, I guess. You know, that, that gothic-y misery of the vocals, the synths that, that turn that morose atmosphere into something more outwardly venturing, I guess, more psychedelic. Um, yeah, really interesting and really good to have them back. Yeah, what's that um, crust band that that we saw, and they've kind of turned into this kind of spiky gothic band. You mean a cult karate? Yeah, cult karate. Yeah, it's it's got those kind of vibes, and I think that's kind of becoming a bit of a trend um, among bands like this, which is great. You know, they're kind of taking maybe the the sound of their childhoods and, and turning it into this dark, uh, morose kind of sound. So yeah, I'm all for it. Um, so yeah, they've only got one song out so far from here. Um, and it's amazing. So this is Things Fall Apart, and it's off the album Winterlong. Uh, you can get this at executionersmask.bandcamp.com.
So from the clean lines of Executioner's Mask, uh, we're going into something all the more disgusting uh, to finish today. Um, So a band called Dawn of Man have done a split release with a band called Insect Corpse uh, on Butcher Shed Records. Now, Butcher Shed Records, we've played bands such as Thou Art Dead and uh, Deadly Sinsloth, and they've absolutely blown our minds every time. I mean, this has got kind of bog body vibes, like the early, the first bog body uh, record. Um a little bit of war metal in there, maybe, you know, like churning mm-hmm. war metal stuff. Um, deeply unpleasant, but like really repetitive and raw. Um, this is right up our street, isn't it, Pete? I think we both wanted to pick this one, but um, yeah, yeah, the Butcher Shed are fantastic. I know, I love that label. It, it's, you know, we've, we've, everything they put out is completely pitch black dark. It's always intensely heavy. It's like brutally scarred, everything. And you know, we've I've got downloads. I've I've had you know, I've bought tapes, I've paid for the you know, the shipping from Canada to come across. We we played them, like you say. But I don't know anything about any of the bands, you know. I, yeah. I, I honestly imagine I God knows, you know, it might be I don't know where these bands come from. Um I just kind of get it all through this label. And I I, I honestly imagine it's just a group of about six of them, you know, just creating yeah. loads of different <laughs> bands. It's this like small cabal. That. Yeah. Yeah. A cabal of like wrong-minded sludge freaks, um, which I hope it is, I suppose. Um, and then they put three releases out the other day, which is heaven. You know, there was, uh, there was an amazing tape of like raw black metal by a band called Anti-Life Order. There was a new Deadly Sin Sloth, but I kind of went for this because we've already played those, which is um, a, a split between Dawn of Man and Insect Corpse, and we're playing a Dawn of Man song. Um, you know, it's absolutely debased. You know, it's like you say, it's, I suppose it's sludge, death metal and war metal put together, you know, that's, you know, and it's absolutely, you know, as messy as that sounds. Um, It just pushes the extreme outwards, you know, that kind of a drum led battery. It's got this shimmering hellish echo to it, which I really like. I, I, what I was thinking of is like an oral representation of a hoarder, you know, the one of those people who, who's got, yeah. who keeps everything they've <laughs> ever had, you know, every yeah. room, the garage, the loft, the door, you know, you open it like bags of rubbish, which have been there since the seventies. And it's just like a wall of filth that, you know, that, this is what that sounds like. I, and I absolutely love it. This is just, you know, right on my street. Yeah, I have to say, I am recording in what looks like a hoarder's room at the moment. It's just full of um, <laughs> bin bags, full of all our worldly possessions, because we're having our, our bedroom like it's being gutted at the moment. So I do feel like I'm going to soundtrack be, it then. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to be crushed <laughs> by my own belongings here, um, which is, yeah, I'd love to <laughs> crush me with my own belongings to this music. I'd be happy. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. You can put that on the band camp if you like. Um, so, yeah, we're going to play Plains of the Butchered, which is brilliant in itself. Uh, and you can get this at thebutchershedrecords.bandcamp.com. This is Dawn of Man. <laughs> <laughs> 